0: Today, we are going to be discussing tips and tricks to learn data structure and algorithm with Rami. Thanks for joining us, Rami.
1: Uh, hello. Thank you for having me in your podcast.
0: Absolutely. Well, let's get started. Before we dive into the world of data structure and algorithm, would you mind giving us some insight in your background and your journey in software engineering?
1: Uh, well, sure. So during my college years, I... Uh got into a journey in software engineering Mm -hmm. and i was i had this passion for problem solving and coding so um as i pursued my degree in computer science i was projected to data structure and algorithm and it was during this time that i gained a profound appreciation for the whole idea of algorithm data structure because i really saw like its impact in crafting software solutions that are uh, efficient, adaptable, and scalable. Absolutely.
0: And um, for our listener who are just starting their journey, what are some classic data structures and can you explain them in a way that is easy for beginners to grasp?
1: Uh, well, first of all, I wanna clarify something because mm-hmm. a lot of people uh, misunderstood this Not every code that you write and that's run in your laptop is actually considered a good code. And this is like the whole point of learning data structure and algorithm. Mm. You'll see like it has some impact on the performance of your code. So really people should stop seeing any code that's going to run and consider it as a good code. And uh, I was initially motivated to write optimized and efficient code. And Mm -hmm. uh, like this motivation really uh, put me on the track to achieve my goal. So my goal was to write optimized and efficient code, right? Okay. And then I had had this turning point where it was, it's not only enthusiasm and motivation that will get you there, but you have to actually look up. And nowadays, thankfully, we have a lot, a lot of resources. Mm -hmm. So I would really advise our listeners to maybe go through a few course on Udemy. There are a lot of free resources on YouTube and keep in mind that any problem that you face and, and you're going to try to learn data structure and algorithm. A lot of people like was there and actually there exists a lot of communities on the internet, like mm-hmm. any problem that you're going to face is actually a problem that someone has faced and posted on this community and, uh, will find the solution for it. And if you're like not in this 99% and you're like facing a problem that you're, you're the first people, you're the first one that you faced, feel free to post it on a community and I assure you like they're really uh, open to help and share knowledge with you.
0: Hmm, and uh, what does a optimized and well-performant code look like? How do you define it?
1: well it's actually we have to go into the algorithm big o Mm -hmm. notation if you're like familiar with it so it's algorithm complexity but software engineers or people who code uh really refer to it as big o notation and it is um, a tool that will help you to see the performance of your code if we take for example Mm -hmm. two codes let's say in the first one, we've used a data structure. Uh, for example, we use stacks. Mm-hmm. And in the other code, we've used queues. Like in the both codes, your code is gonna run all right. But as you put in more input data, you'll see the difference between the first code and the second code. And using big O notation, you can tell which uh, code or which algorithm is efficient and more scalable. As we said and talked about uh, scalability and efficiency at the first of uh, this podcast, uh, mm-hmm. this will help you uh, build a, and craft solution that are, as I said, efficient and scalable. I see. That makes sense.
0: And how can a complete beginner uh, take first step in learning data structure and algorithm um you mentioned joining a community uh starting some udemy courses uh i mean what are other steps that you can think of
1: um actually i'm gonna talk uh as as an instructor on udemy Mm -hmm. so a lot of people find uh enjoyment or find it easy to follow up with some courses that are videos right okay some other people maybe find ebooks helpful but okay. either ways, it's really like there is some some information and some knowledge that you have to know. And it's mm-hmm. not only about writing notes or watching videos. You actually would would want to have a look at lead codes, code forces, and try to implement what we've learned throughout these courses or implement the knowledge that you gained and actual coding. And um, yeah, I, I mentioned lead code and code mm-hmm. forces. Both of these are sites that will help you in uh, competitive programming, maybe if you want. Um, and yeah, it, it will really like be a test to put in what you've learned. It's not only about watching videos. A lot of people do that nowadays. They mm-hmm. simply put on some courses and all right, they they're learning. But okay. they're not really applying what they learned. And And trust me, people forget. And I do that as well. If you're not applying your skills every I'm not saying going to say every day, but every once in a while, you're simply going to forget it and you'll have to go over it again. So if you test your skills continuously, um, you'll get to a point where, yeah, you're going to read the problem and you say, all right, I'm going to use a certain algorithm in this or I'm going to use a certain data structure in this mm-hmm. and it's going to be optimized code or efficient code.
0: Uh, that totally makes sense are there specific uh, data structure uh, that um uh, someone new can like uh, focus on uh, in their in their in their
1: programming journey well uh, the way i see it anyone who's going to learn uh, data structure and algorithms should go over mm-hmm. all the data structure out there i mean you have to know arrays you have to know stacks graphs mm-hmm. you have to know them all and uh it really depends on the problem that you're facing i mean Mm. uh if it's i don't know if our input is is small so we can use a simpler data structure if we have there is like this really famous uh, problem it's called the shortest path and really you can't uh go over this problem without using graphs. And this is where the birth of the data structure graphs are. So um, yeah, it really depends on the problem that you're gonna write in a solution for. It's not actually uh, finding something to start with. And simply, I'm gonna put it like this, start with arrays, then linked list, then some stacks, queues, maybe throw in a priority queue after all and okay. trees uh binary trees and then simply end with graphs this is like the most famous trajectory that any student would have
0: hmm that totally makes sense that's feels like you know uh, the simplest way to get started and <laughs>
1: <laughs> well i mean if you've covered all of this yeah you're simply covered all the data structure Mm. If you want to something, if you want to start with something simple, just start with arrays and linked list, and after that, start building from there.
0: Mm. Absolutely, and a choice of programming language is uh, crucial. Are there any programming languages that are particularly well suited for learning and implementing data structure and algorithms?
1: Uh, I know. Did you say programming languages are crucial? Yeah. Choosing. Oh. Yeah, uh, I honestly don't think so. And I know, I know, I'll get a lot of hate for saying this, but <laughs> no, really, uh, I see that if you put in the mentality of a coder and you pick up a any programming language out there and you learn it, it's gonna, and then you're gonna jump in or uh, change that programming language. You'll see that that's the same thing. It's mm-hmm. only different syntax. I mean, let's take for example. Um, I don't know the printing methods. In Python, it's print. In Java, it's System. That output that print. Al- it's really the same thing. Mm-hmm. Also, loops exist in Python and loops exist in Java. But what really matters, I, I would like to say this. What really matters is uh, each programming language has something special in it. If you're gonna mm-hmm. talk about data structure algorithm and you're gonna simply write softwares for desktop, for example. I would really advise if you go with Python and maybe Java if you're going to write in something to I don't know a database programming for example I would advise to go with Python since it's easy and you can simply link your database with Python But overall I mean just just pick up a programming language and start learning about data structure algorithm and after that you can you can really switch between uh, any programming language out there
0: that totally makes sense for me um i know a lot of um beginners like to think about what programming language they want to get started with um what's the best programming language out there so it's it's a good uh, confirmation that just pick anything and go with it
1: <laughs> yeah yeah simply just just start what's what matters is starting after that you can shift uh, your skills from, I don't know, any programming language to the other one. Hmm. Absolutely. Um,
0: we already mentioned that, uh, that, you know, uh, selecting a data structure, when we selecting a data structure, we need, uh, it really depends on the problem we are trying to solve. Do you have any tips for choosing the right data structure to solve a specific problem? Uh,
1: yeah, as I said, it really depends on the mm-hmm. problem, but, um, really uh there are some problems out there that have been out there like uh since i don't know 20 years Mm -hmm. right now and we still i mean everyone who's gonna write a software solution is gonna use the same data structure i mean really if you're gonna use something as an input something simple and your input is actually simple you don't have to go with uh some complex uh, data structure Uh, if you If you go deep out there, you'll understand, like, the concepts. every. How do I put this? Uh, Yeah, every data structure have something that make her special. Mm. So. um, Let's consider, for example, uh, a web search engine. All right. Everyone knows Google. And behind the scene, uh, Google uses some uh, complex data structure and algorithm to index and search uh, the information of people. Similarly in the social media, like platforms, they use algorithm to personalize your feed based on your interest. So in here, the navigation app relies on algorithms to find uh, something from point A to point B. And this right here will help you to pick up the data structure that you want. This right here, the example that I gave is something that we implement graphs in. If we want to go from something to something, we really should get a good grasp on graphs. If we're something, for example, let's say we wanna build an application for, uh, I don't know, something in a queue. Let's say you're gonna stand in a queue and in this specific example, we're going to implement data structure. It's called queues. It's literally has a concept first in first yep. out who comes first, get served first.
0: Mm-hmm. That makes sense. And can you explain what is algor- algorithmic complexity and why is it understanding, why is it important to understand when working with data extraction algorithm?
1: uh i i really i've already talked about mm-hmm. this but uh the algorithm complexity i've told you that we people in, in computer science refer to it as big o notation yeah. and it's simply a way to measure the performance of your algorithms mm. all right yeah. if you have different scales or different size of input uh it will defer, and big annotation will help you to measure the performance of your algorithm and really understanding it is essential because it allows you to compare and choose a algorithm that will perform well on large data set. It's not the same like we working with input of 100 data. It's not the same as a thousand of data. And it's really critical skills for optimizing software and solving real-world problem efficiently.
0: Yeah. And I know um, many people, even me, struggle with kind of um, calculating uh, the complexity of an algorithm.
1: Do you have any tips you can share how to get better at it? Uh, really? If you want to, you said you want to calculate the complexity? Yeah. Uh, well, first of all, you have to know that the famous uh, algorithms out mm-hmm. there, like the binary search or the um, the sorting algorithms, like all of them, there exists a certain documentation on the internet. That's our ancestors. I'm not gonna say our ancestors calculated them, and uh, uh, or it's all out there on the internet. Okay. But let's say you're writing a program and you're using some sort of uh, data structure, an algorithm and you wanna calculate the complexity. First of all, I want you to break your code into little bricks. So let's say you, you have multiple arrays. You're gonna simply go over each array and see the number of instruction uh, your, uh, your code or your algorithm will work, will do, I'm sorry, will do. So, and when you calculate them, you'll simply after, after dividing them into little bricks, you'll see and try to get a vision on what would the number of instruction be. Big O notation is simply the number of instruction, mm. but it will really, really get difficult to calculate it when we work with recursivity, for example. Yeah. It, it just gets super messy. Mm. So maybe try to I say, divided, divide your code into simpler, uh, parts.
0: Mm, okay. No, that's a great tip. <laughs> are, are there other specific challenges or roadblocks that learners, uh, you have ran into often encounter and do you have any advice how to overcome them?
1: Challenges. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, I'm pretty sure like nowadays one common challenge is impatience. Okay. Because uh, learning data structure and algorithm requires times and practice to master, as I said, it's not only enthusiasm. You really have to put in work and, and a lot of thinking into that to master it. So I'd say uh, be patient with yourself. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I don't know, in, in my experience, uh, I'd say that there's a lot of overwhelming from social media and, and, and all of this about uh, getting into anything in IT. Okay. Like they say, it's pretty hard. I mean, I know it's hard, mm-hmm. but not really something that you'll feel that level of overwhelmed by, by it. I mean, it's true there is a lot of information, but don't be scared. Just uh, try to focus on concepts at time. Just take up one concept at a time and gradually build your knowledge. And as I said, there is important, which is important. uh, Online communities and mentors can be great source uh, to guide you and really to support you.
0: Yeah. And I know there are people who like to solve leap code problem every day. Um, And I know, especially when you have a day job, uh, it can be very challenging to set aside time to kind of study do you uh, do you have any recommendation how like any study tips for busy professionals um who want to kind of polish their skill set in this area
1: um well uh, i know a lot of people who do that actually <laughs> they, they try to solve leak code like every single mm-hmm. day but i say it's not really about the amount that you're gonna solve mm-hmm. the amount of problem that you're gonna okay. solve it's actually uh, to have a deep understanding of the problem you've solved. Let's say you've solved this this code, this problem. You should really get the most out of it. You shouldn't really... It's not like a race or something. I know that people are impatient and try to, I don't know, get to some uh, deep level on, on lead code, but it's not really like that. I think take your time. Uh, even if you have other responsibility like work, I'm pretty sure you can... Uh, get in one day maybe or one evening Mm -hmm. and put on and shift your focus to really that evening. It's not about quantity. I think, I believe it's about quality. So uh, yeah, really try to focus and uh, don't really just don't uh, try to do it fast. Really be patient with it and eventually you'll get there.
0: That's a great tip. And let's discuss technical interview preparations. Uh, I know there are people who like, get a like a, maybe job opportunity, and they need to uh, study for uh, study data structure algorithm. Do you have any tips how to kind of um, get better at it uh, to kind of pass those uh, interviews?
1: Um. Well, first of all, you should have a good, good knowledge Mm -hmm. on data structure and algorithms, and I know that technical interviews is something scary, like even for me, like I would be trying to solve a a lot of leak codes problems before going to an interview, Mm -hmm. but I say start with reviewing the basics practice, like every company nowadays that's hiring people, uh, they really They're going to give you some sort of exam or some sort of test to test your skills. And uh, there's a lot of platforms out there. The famous one is LeetCode. Mm -hmm. There's also, uh, I believe, one called Mm -hmm. HackerRank. Yes. Uh, Also, CodeForces is one of my favorites. And uh, yeah, on Udemy also, there's some... uh, There's actually like a bootcamp for or a review for your interview. Okay. So they're they're called mock-up interview, I think, or mock interviews. Uh, And they can help you get comfortable with the the interview format, format, you know? And um, yeah, also another tip, don't forget to explain your thoughts process during the interview. Uh, A lot of people try to solve a lot of technicalities, but really communication is crucial And lending the job that you want
0: Mm, that's that's a great point um i mean explaining some explaining a problem as you're solving them in front of the interviewer is going to be very crucial yeah yeah cool thank you so much rami for uh, being in the show and sharing your invaluable knowledge um i really appreciate your presence and um uh, thanks for being part of the show
1: Thank you for having me. I uh, I hope like I've shared enough information uh, throughout my experience and it's always a pleasure to be a part of your podcast. Yeah. Thank you for having Absolutely. me. Absolutely. Thank you. <laughs>